I'm not alone in the studio, but I'm joined by Esther. Hi, Esther. <laughs> Hi, Purity. How are you? I'm okay. How you can see you're looking lovely, even though people can't see you. Eh? Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> oh, yeah. So today we are looking at myths related to Zambia clothing, marketing, and fashion industry. Yes, we are looking at myths related to Zambia marketing, fashion, and clothing industry in relation to the environment. As we talked about it last week, we said uh, 10% of the pollution in that most ways actually affected by the fashion industry because of the chemicals that are burnt and released in the atmosphere, of course. So today we are looking at myths. What do people have when it comes to these fashion industries? Industries, yes, Esther's. We're going to go into our first myth. What is one of the myths that people believe in that this happens when you do this and this? Okay, so myths, what about this Zambia marketing, you know, clothing and fashion? Last week, you we were talking about the effects it the effects the clothes and uh, chemicals that happen on the earth yeah. when, these when they are released in the yeah. atmosphere as well as in the rivers. Yeah, so today we're just going to talk about the myths that uh, have been brought about due to these Zambia marketing, clothing, and of course, um, fashion. Uh, one myth that is there is, I can reduce my earth footprint buying second-hand clothes. That's what a person would say. Okay, so uh, personally, so what can be uh, earth footprint? What do they mean by that, like when they say earth footprint? Oh, okay, so... Uh, a footprint also known as ecological footprint of a product just like you have your own earth footprint umakasa, mm. which is the impact of all your activities and your consumption the things you use you use a consumer also have they also have footprints for example our clothing require land water to grow cotton and other fibers or else huge amounts of you know, fossil fuel energy to produce synthetic fabrics like neon or polyester. On top of this, the fossil fuels used to transport and manufacture fabric and garments and the chemicals used in the dyeing processes. Okay. If you've seen those my dyeing, dyeing tie t-shirts yeah. that are really like, you know, going out right now, add up to, they add up to a heavy footprint. It takes a whooping 2,700 liters of water to produce a single cotton t-shirt. Wow, 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 that that's a whole lot. a lot. For example, which is equivalent to two and a half years of drinking water for a person. Wow, 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 that's really a whole lot. Yeah, so that's how you can define uh, a clothing footprint. So this oh, is yeah. what it takes just for one cut t-shirt. In a t-shirt fit for all of you won't say kupanga. It takes, takes a lot of yeah, water. So that's its footprint. Okay, so if how can we reduce my earth so I can reduce it if I'm buying second hand clothes? Uh no not really. The fact is that this is often true. It's often true, but you also need to understand where your second-hand clothing come from. You've seen the whole process, Stephio. Yes. So that's that's like maybe like first-hand clothing. So you have to know where your second-hand clothings are coming from. So whether I get first-hand and second-hand, the process is one and the same. They use a whole lot of water and it's kind of wasted. Yes, it wow. is. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> if it has been donated from abroad, you, abroad your second-hand clothing, it may have a heavier footprint 
than you think it does it and may also be undercutting your local clothing industry when they say undercutting your local clothing industries like when you get getting clothings from abroad the clothes that are being made locally in your country they're not really going to sell as you know as much as you thought they would sell because yeah, very true because everybody goes for western culture kind of style yes everyone goes for western kind uh, kind of style but again they prefer using second-hand clothings instead of first-hand clothings because they feel second-hand clothings are much cheaper no, than yeah, first-hand clothes yeah since they are locally like they are locally made they are yes they are really cheap you know first hand locally made things are really cheap but people still want things that are much cheaper huh? <laughs> <laughs> if you are, if you know what i'm saying <laughs> oh yeah they're making me part of the show by simply calling us texting us or giving us a whatsapp message on 0965-000-877 yeah it's 0965-000-877 and give us a comment on today's show we are looking at zambia fashion marketing and clothing industry myths related to it of course and the environment as well because it doesn't affect the environment without looking at the impacts that actually that we cause as humans so there's also this myth that says imported clothing brands are better quality and more fashionable than locally made clothing yeah <laughs> Imported ones. My ribs, ribs. Then the fact that we America, and the fact that we But beauty. What what should we should all understand right now is imported clothes are either first-hand clothes or second-hand clothes. So now there's in a myth which is saying imported clothes brands are better quality than and more fashionable than locally made. When we say fashionable we mean things that are in style okay things that are trending abroad and of course not just abroad people want to adapt to the western culture instead of just staying in their culture here in their country mm-hmm. so someone would rather go get a ripped jean than go buy a chitenge. that's what this myth is talking about okay so the fact is important clothing is often fast fashion produced in sweatshops around the world at a heavy environmental cost. So the the world's widespread availability of cheap imported used clothing also hurts local clothing industry who can't compete with the low wages and economics of scale that are dominant in the global fashion industry. You understand, right? Yeah. Yeah, so Certain local industries that produce clothing and that produce want to produce fashion can't really put up to scale on how those people that are doing abroad for them to like for you for them to even like import. It means people from a country have ordered whether online or somehow they've ordered and then they're being imported. Oh yeah. It's not true. like it's not just every time that clothes will like just come through. No, we're just gonna take clothes aside. No. There has to be a source of interest so it's mainly our mentality that just makes our local you know local industry of clothing go down because we want things that are fashionable even traditional textiles like african prints fabrics are made in china and sold at a cheaper price getting so china <laughs> <laughs> completely yeah 
<laughs> so one thing we need to understand is that no matter where clothes come from, whether mm-hmm. we import them, the fact is that they they cost the world and a heavy environmental cost. Yes, so the so processes they put cost. in place, the making of clothes, the chemicals they use, and the way they dispose them also cost the environment. Yes, and man, many other times that instead of um, finding proper ways of disposing these chemicals, they end up burning them and they mm-hmm. end up polluting our environment in most yes, cases. Yes, which and also have, contributes to climate. Yes, and we we'll have issues where we are having um. Abantu, mm-hmm. you see the, the the way we go about with water. There are animals who drink direct from the rivers and all all that. So right about now, I'm just going to go into a musical break. Join us on the other side.
Flavor FM 87.7 on the Copa Bell 96.9 in the Saka and 92.1 in Solowaisi. Yeah, you're still listening to the Youth Corner Show. So we're still talking about myths related to Zambia marketing, clothing and fashion industry in relation to the environment. So before we want any break, we're talking about uh, to say that uh, imported clothes or exported clothes have better quality than these that are actually made in our country and especially we ended on the wax part where they say even wax is made in China and they are sold at a cheaper price. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Yes, you can continue. So, yeah, as we were talking about imported clothes, you know, Zambia. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so we were talking about these wax prints chitenges that we all wear as ladies, you know, even men wear them. So mm-hmm. such trends are eroding a rich heritage of different African textile traditions. However, young African designers producing at a smaller scale like Studio 189 in Ghana are recognizing this wealth of creative tradition, working with local artists and incorporating traditional weaving and uh, baktik processes in their design okay you see so this studio 189 in ghana they are coming up with ideas on what to do with these materials that they import Mm -hmm. and they also not only import but again they make their own work sprints oh yeah that's very true yeah so if if we ask people us in our country right now in zambia if we were to just you know put our positive minds towards the local clothing industry i feel like the industry like really grow and would really stop importing things even though the environment is still going to be at risk i feel it's going to be less at risk okay you know what i'm going with this right? yes yes it's going to be less at risk because we're not going to be importing things all because all if the we keep process. on importing clothes outside we're going to give us more pre- we're going to give them more pressure to produce clothes yes. which is at a heavy cost to uh-huh. the environment so if we kind of reduce on exporting a number of clothes and promote local manufacturers we can actually have those people reducing in the rate of pollution that is going in the atmosphere yes that is very true that's what that's what the fact about uh that's the fact about importing clothes if they are better quality i feel like local local clothing are like really good no quality. if they're not better quality it's just that matter of uh, improving on the quality of clothes of course oh no we have quality clothing in zambia just like <laughs> thing is dash that hey. it's so funny hey but <laughs> yeah, yeah. so there's also another myth that says i need to buy new clothes every month but it doesn't affect the environment so i can change my closet so something like that you know we have that tendency especially us girls so it's more in your closet like each and every month yeah ladies like every month we see something new we want to get it especially dresses have you seen that trending dress oh, I, I know you love dresses beauty i know <laughs> so talking about uh if it's going to affect the environment it's really going to affect the environment in the sense that you feel you're not going to have the impact on the environment but it is going to have the environment the fact is you know buying clothes monthly has a huge negative impact on the environment Mm -hmm. the amount of water and fossil energy as well as the use of pesticides and insecticides sorry 
to grow the cotton and other substances, including synthetic ones, to produce textiles, increases waste pollution and contamination of ecosystems all over the world from chemicals, dyes, bleach, and heavy metals. So, if I take a look at this, we're talking about um, the production of uh, cotton. Yes. So, if we go back to the production of cotton, it means we're actually affecting the environment with the insecticide that we're using and yeah. the pesticides, of course. Yes, so, we know chemicals. that they also need fertilizers to grow better. Mm. So, if the chemicals, we increase the use of chemicals since we're giving manufacturers that pressure of producing clothes, new mm. brand every month, it means, one, we're increasing to the effects of the environment. Yes. And, of course, instead of having less um, chemicals released in the atmosphere, we're going to have more chemicals released in the atmosphere because manufacturers are at a pressure while they're producing different kind of clothing. Mm. And the other thing is that insecticide, the chemicals they're using is kind of... Um, destroying nutrients found in the soil of course so yeah. we have environmental degradation where land just loses its beauty and you know if land loses its beauty and its natural nutrients you have to put fertilizers chemicals which yes. were destroying it more so also it also causes infertility of soil of course because soil loses its fertility because of chemicals that are put in there so if we also take a look at it it also produces or increases water pollution because most uh, fashion industries are built near rivers mm, and yeah it's of true. course the, the the disposal of the chemicals just they goes into the in river the affecting the aqua life we know that animals drink from there like cattle and they graze something like that yes. so at the end of the day the same water that those animals are drinking mm. it's killing them and affecting the ecosystem of course yeah. plus the aqua life and the water quite often for us in the fiamish prefini direct so it's a pretty shamma garden it's a profile come on a little bit no samba to man a day to a samba yes and plus it's 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 you to the samba come on <laughs> so of course so um if we are buying clothes it's it's not really that we're saying that you're not supposed to buy clothes every month or just saying the myths while we say i need to buy clothes every month doesn't affect the environment one thing you should put in mind is that where do these clothes come from mm-hmm. how are they produced how did this color come about so before you even go into no i need that i need that i need that so put all those into conclusion because they are also important it is important so it doesn't only affect the ecosystem here in Zambia. We're not talking about the fashion industry only here in Zambia, yeah. but worldwide. This is a global thing. And according to researchers, they say that 10% of pollution is actually caused by the fashion industry. Cotton. You you think like if you're not pressuring the people who produce cotton to like harvest more, mm-hmm. we would have such. No. If we were, I feel like if people were to rely on each other more, things would be better i mean whereby you don't always have to go buy clothes yes they might be in fashion but remember that old clothes that you have in the house maybe attack a shirt from fashion no you can actually do something to it you know exactly if you still if you don't do something to it if your younger ones or maybe just anyone in the family who can fit in your old clothes give it to them 
Yeah, that's very true. That's very. Go over pale chalk for your chida. You're not. You're not really causing pollution. No, you're sharing and you're making things even better for you guys around the house. You know, just mm-hmm. peace and of course around the communities. It's not only the people in your house that you're supposed to give your clothes. No, yeah, you can go out true. in orphanages. Just give them instead of you. Instead of us pressuring these uh, farmers to harvest cottons, you know, these producers to produce more clothes, you know, use heavy machinery, destroy the earth. Let us all share. I know um, there are certain clothes that you don't really have to share. (laughs) Yeah, but there are clothes that you can give up, you Mm -hmm. can share. That's very true. Yeah, it's going to make things... I feel like you have a dress and you don't really wear it and it's it's small. You just have to give it to somebody who's Who's going to fit in that dress? Baba, auntie, mm. anyone. Anyone. Clara, if you have instead of us just watch post or pangit group or something like that, it's best we even share to reduce the number of pressures that we're giving to manufacturers to produce different kind of clothes mm. each and every month. Uh, Esther, did you also know that clothing production has doubled globally in the last 15 years with more than 100 billion units being produced globally in 2015, the results of middle class rising in tandem with fast fashion? Wow, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. Like it has doubled, the d- they've doubled the production because they're on demand and people are actually demanding for them. You know, I feel like uh, before 2015, you know, though, yeah, I'm a hipster. Yeah, and all those, you know, those were, they were really good trends, but uh, our parents, like, like, you know, let me just say in Zambia, like, not everyone used to wear that. Yeah, including those bum shots that we ladies like to put on nowadays. Yes. All those, so I feel like the demand of those kind of clothings, whether in Zambia or anywhere, but there were there was a certain type of demand, but it wasn't that heavy as much as right now. Cause you you've seen it saying uh like in the last fifteen years, more than a hundred billion units is being produced. Wow, yeah, that's a whole lot. So meaning fifteen going down. So right now with this new generation thing where you want to wear what Nicki Minaj is wearing, what Cardi B is wearing, you know, what the Gaga is wearing, you see, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you, you, a lot of youths are growing up so fast to a point where they want everything. Like I want this, I want that. Mm-hmm. Like a trend can come. One day to one week in in one week, three trends have already passed. There's there are new trends coming. I know, like fashion is you just wake up today, you find something like there's this Be- new jeans. Before you even before you even go to sleep, there there's something. So it's like I saw them in a shop when I went to check for some clothing in town, and I'm like, what? What hipsters are back in fashion? Hipsters are back in fashion. Exactly. You see what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Instead of you going to buy maybe it's at maybe 250 just for one jean, just tell your parents, I want to start wearing that. You know, you still look fashionable because I feel old fashion is still coming back into this new generation. Yes, like, but we're making it look better. Yeah. Me and my cousin were talking about uh, these big kind of trousers that have come back mm. in fashion. and he Boyfriend was, jeans. Yeah. And he was like, you know, I don't like these trousers. I can <laughs> never put on such. <laughs> 
and I was telling him to say you people used to put on these some hey. time back so even the way they brought it back it just looks normal because me I think I also want one big trousers yeah people are becoming <laughs> creative with fashion mm-hmm. it's not only uh you you should like go out you know even when you want to look decent like just be stylish exactly <laughs> so there's also another one that says textile production globally creates more than a billion tons of greenhouse emissions per year hmm. okay that's a whole lot that's a whole lot more than all international shipping and air travel combined so greenhouse emissions so greenhouse you have to understand what we talk about greenhouse mm-hmm. mostly these are gases mostly there's oxygen there's carbon dioxide yeah. there's nitrogen these are the gases that we actually mostly we concentrate on the three and if we're affecting the greenhouse the greenhouse the greenhouse effects we know that it leads to global warming yeah if these are supposed to be stabilized all mm-hmm. of them the other gas is not supposed to be above the other one no. like nowadays we have we know that if a number of um, like a billion tons of greenhouse gases are produced like let's say we have heavy production of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere and you know that the ozone layer is actually made up of oxygen yes so if if we have more carbon dioxide carbon released in the atmosphere it actually it's actually going to turn into carbon dioxide and destroying the ozone layer and we're going to have global warming and of Wakawa. course <laughs> global warming changes our seasons mm-hmm. Wakawa, and the other fact is that skin the people who are allergic to too much of the sun and we have skin diseases coming up so yeah. in as much as we would like to overlook this and say ah we fashion that it affects environment yes fashion titation it really does affect our environment it does uh, it does affect our environment imagine billion tons of greenhouse gas if i released per year mm-hmm. like per year now imagine the 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 production the way it's increasing the demand the way it's increasing don't you think it's actually reducing the number of because it even says that even shippings and airplanes that travel combined together cannot even reach there in a year it cannot it cannot yeah so all this is just it affects our climate change yes. and i feel like people should really be careful with what they do around their environment <laughs> especially when it comes to clothes yeah because yes we love fashion yes we like to look fashionable but we should also be considerate on where these clothes actually come from yes to our to our processes because if billions of tons are released in the atmosphere it means it's the ozone layer is depleting at a faster rate which brings in global warming mm-hmm. and if you have global warming instead the feeling of freedom Kuta like they dry kwa. out they dry you out. know this is where we start uh, experiencing floods mm-hmm. this is where we start experiencing you know really really cold seasons mm-hmm. <laughs> not saying it will happen it's, it just becomes really cold and you know in other season just becomes really hot even when you expect rain june june yes. you're expecting it to be cold but you experience too much sun yes. like the changes of the atmosphere the weather patterns of course and you know kulawa felt like about instead kutarala na kukawa kukawa na kutarala yeah like rain season number nine because that's my season you see that um the end of october my rain season mama not june i went in there on for forgotten hot season 
Alright, so you're in a nutshell. In a nutshell, what are your concluding remarks? Okay, so in my in a nutshell, I should say, uh, I feel like people should really consider local industrial clothing okay. because local is like a it's going to help us with like money money is going to come in because we it's we're doing it locally mm-hmm. when we import things from other countries it's quite expensive and of course we've seen the whole process from from importing things it's 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 doing a bad thing on the environment hence we should really do things locally and it's going to reduce on the percentage that it has its effects on the environment yes, and everyone's right, going true. to be happy because you're doing it locally people want local things mm-hmm. i'm not saying we shouldn't be importing no we we can import but let's see and let's think about what we're actually importing if it's doing a good thing on the environment oh yeah so remember if we want to have a more greener environment we need to take good care of it because in as much as we would like to be buying clothes each and every month we can actually look at the way the clothes are produced and where they come from how is it affecting our environment and how do we need to go about it so it's actually important for us to consider all those facts put in place to say this is the environment we live in and we need to take good care of it because if we have global warming mm. and we have skin diseases and stuff like that just yeah. like your esther said to say uh, we also need to consider local products because we avoid giving much pressures to foreign uh, manufacturers. So it is important. Remember to join us next week, same time, same place. I'm Purity Lekwa Mafunga. And, and I'm Kainja Estoyobe. For us, see you next week. Bye.